Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. We are joined today by Samantha, and she is the founder and lead copywriter at Nomad Copy Agency. At Nomad Copy, every business they write for receives custom copy to help them turn their sales process into a hands-off, high-conversion experience. She has worked on dozens of online service provider launches, many of which earn the client six figures or more. And ultimately, her goal is to empower the entrepreneurs she works with to sell more simply and so that they can focus on delivering and designing the life of their dreams. I love talking all things copy. I think selling with words is so powerful, especially for introverts. So welcome. I am so excited you are here. And I would love for you to share a little bit more about your story, kind of how you got started in business. Yeah. Thank you, Tara. So my story is that I have a very formal background in sales, which was super, super helpful as I decided to go out on my own. I was selling multi-hundred thousand dollar, we would kind of joke, it was hundred thousand dollar passwords to people in the C-suite of mostly Fortune 1000 companies. So I had very high level premium sales experience based on what I was selling and to whom. During my corporate career, I was also keeping a travel blog. So when I decided to go out on my own and I looked at what my skills were, it was very clear. Like I loved sales. I just didn't love selling for a large company and I loved writing. So I kind of started doing sales writing and it took a good several months before I was explaining to someone what I did. And they were like, oh, so you're a copywriter. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And then as soon as I could, I got on my phone and Googled, like, what is a copywriter? And realized that what I was doing for basically like a VA hourly salary was something that was very much legitimate and a needed skill out in the world. So took a couple of copywriting courses and really honed my own brand. And for the last two years, I've been operating as Nomad Copy Agency. I love that it's called Nomad Copy Agency, too, because it also kind of ties into like your travel blog past and all of that. And being a nomad, I think, or any service provider, like if that's the dream, there's so many ways to use your skills to achieve that. Yeah. Since I started my business, obviously I slowed down, like physically traveling wise, slowed down a lot in 2020, but I've run my business from, I counted the other day, I think it was nine countries in the last three years, which isn't a lot. I've been to a lot more. I just haven't worked from them. <laughs> For somebody who like me, who very rarely travels, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's been a great journey. That's amazing. So now what would you say is your typical client for Nomad Copy? Like who do you typically work with? 
So I exclusively work with service providers. In other words, no e-commerce websites. It's just not my bread and butter. And I think that content writers and SEO writers can be so much better plugged in on the e-commerce platforms. Oftentimes, I work with people who are past that initial startup phase. They've done their own copy. And I think that's so impressive that they've been able to get out there and start scaling and really grow their businesses by being scrappy as all get out, right? Like they wrote their own website. They might've worked off of a website template for design. They're just out there spreading the word and people love what they have to offer. And these people are getting to that next stage where they're like, okay, I now need my online presence to match the amazingness that is my service and what I do. But they've grown, they've gotten to this point with what they have, but they know that what they have won't take them to the next level. So, I mean, you can insert all sorts of buzzwords here, right? Like they're at a scaling stage or they're like moving past six figures. But in all reality, there's no real landmark to know when people are ready for copy. I think it just kind of clicks that they're like, what I have is not going to get me to where I want to be. And what I need is somebody who can, like you said, especially for introverts, like I need my website, I need my emails to sell for me so that I don't get peopled out trying to sell for myself. Yeah. I think that's so powerful for our introverts. We see all these videos and doing lives and showing up all the time, but really when it comes down to it, what actually sells is your words and the copy and what people are actually reading. Yeah, totally. And it's like, you know, say you have a really high ticket item and you're more comfortable getting people on calls. Copy can really help you to vet out and have more high quality calls with more, highly qualified prospects too. Yeah. I think some people worry about that. They're like, I don't want to turn people away, but it's not that you're turning people away from the copy. You're repelling the wrong people, which is going to be very good, especially for introverts. Like I despise getting on discovery calls. So I avoided them as much as possible. And focus more on flushing out my copy and my packages, making sure that everything was clear and made sense so that if somebody did fill out my application or my contact form, they already vetted themselves. And this goes like outside the scope of copy, but I've seen so many people do a great job with leading people to webinars so that they can kind of have a one-to-many sales call or there's so many great ideas out there. But again, it's all kind of tied together with like, Those emails have to remind people why they should show up to those things. And there's a lot that copy can do on your behalf, even if you are minimizing how much you're showing up face-to-face or one-on-one with people. I think that's something that, I don't know if it's just introverts, but especially introverts, and I know myself, always struggled with sales conversations and even writing copy with a conversion in mind, we tend to not want to be too salesy. So we kind of hold ourselves back with our marketing, with our copy, with what we're doing. And it's so important to put yourself out there and like, you have to sell. If you're in business, you have to sell, you have to share what you do and get people interested in it. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I always tell people it's a science and an art. You know, like there are things from a science perspective of like, we understand how psychology works. There's so much great research out there that's applicable to both large companies and solopreneurs. 
but then there's the art of like, but how do you really connect with these people? And I think when you put all of those pieces in front of any solopreneur, it just looks really overwhelming. So yeah, I think you're right. Then there's the, also the entrepreneurs who are like, oh, I've got this copy template or I've hired a copywriter and now they want me to fill out all these answers to these questions. And I'm multi-passionate and I can't figure out like how to actually communicate what it is that I do and who I do it for, because I'm just so passionate about multiple things, which that's something I've struggled with. I have so many different topics and offers and a few different audiences. So it can be hard to find that information. I think if you are going to hire a copywriter, you need to know that first of all, or they can't do their job and deliver you great copy that is actually going to work. Yeah, that's a really good point is that like it can be so hard when we're so far into our businesses and like you and on any given day are juggling 20 different ideas that might lead to like four different audiences at X different price points and you're juggling that in your mind. So when it comes time to write your copy that I don't want to say confusion, but maybe like just that discombobulation can come across in your copy and confused buyers are not buyers. (laughs) Confused people do not buy. So it can be helpful. I always joke like everyone I've written for knows how to write. That's not the problem. They can write their own copy. It's just having that third-party perspective on all the things that are going on and having them isolate what your potential clients need to hear. Like that's an art right there. And that's super important. It just means letting go of the reins a little bit. And sometimes that's the hardest part. For me, I'm like, I feel like sometimes we're too close to our own work or to our own offers. It's like, we just want to be like, this is what I do. This is the results and step by step by step. And here's like, we don't really get into the benefits and all the stuff that actually is going to excite the person reading it. We're just way too close to it. Yeah, like you're spending so much time thinking about like, okay, in this group program, I want to offer a Facebook group for the community and I want to offer these six trainings. And like that's where you have to live because it is your deliverables, but that's not what the people might need to hear. They might need to hear what that community is going to do for them, what those modules are going to do for them. And you just need to like take a step out of that and be like, okay, nobody cares about the what, they care about the why. And yeah, looking at it from like a slightly different lens. So what would you say are some of your top tips for making any of the three, like your website, your landing pages, your sales emails, anything like actually convert? Simplicity is huge across the board. And that can mean simple language. That can mean less language is a huge one. I see people writing these emails that are like a thousand words long. And it's like, nobody opens their emails every morning or however many times a day and thinks like, oh, thank goodness, a 10 minute long read. Like nobody's stoked about that. Like the point of your emails is to get people over to your landing page. And when you reframe it like that and just simplify it like that, that's huge. I think simplifying the names of our offers is huge. If I have like the, I don't even know, I'm trying to think like, I always tell people, don't name your offers the same way that a craft brewery names their beers. Like you can't have the like stealing kittens offer or the 
biggest, baddest group program. Like it just needs to be called one-on-one coaching. It just needs to be called the content guide. You don't have to come up with a trademarkable name. And again, confused people don't buy. So it's just about keeping it super simple across the board, telling people why they should want it and then what they're getting out of it It is just kind of one of my cardinal rules when writing copy. I have a story to share with that when you said confused people don't buy. So last night I got an offer, got it in an email and I was interested. So I clicked over and it was pay what you can offer. And I sat there looking at that checkout box where you had to enter the price for probably a good 10, 15 minutes. And I'm like thinking, because I also have anxiety, so I tend to overthink things. I'm like, okay, so the minimum is $5. I don't know what the value is. I don't know what to pay. I I started thinking maybe I should do $20. Maybe I should do $100. Maybe I should meet in the middle. And then it got to the point where I was just like, I can't make this decision. I had already decided to buy, but now I have to make another decision. So I ended up just closing out and not signing up for it. Yeah. I'm going through something similar where I sign up for a summit. It's a free three-day summit, but I keep getting these emails. And even the thank you page in theory was great because it was an upsell into the VIP ticket to the summit gets you like live replays and something else. Well, first of all, there were two different versions of the VIP ticket. So I was like, that's confusing. So I just X out because I was like, I'm pretty sure because I'm actually on vacation the week that the summit happens. And I was like, but I'm pretty sure it said on the sales page that I get access to replays. So I'm going to download them and listen to them on the plane home. Then I keep getting these emails that's like, if you want the replays, but also if you want something else, like because they have two VIP upgrade options. And I am so confused and I am completely unsure right now if I'm going to get replays with my free ticket or not, or if I just randomly signed up for this thing that I'm not even going to use. And it's like, it just needs to be, and design plays a huge part in that too, but like, it just needs to be spelled out. This is what you have. This is what you get if you upgrade. But yeah, you can't ask people to make more decisions. (laughs) Yeah. The more simplified, because we did that for our first summit, we had the all access pass and then we had the all access pass plus bundle after the first one, we like simplified it. We're like, no, we're just having the one. You sign up for the VIP ticket, you get everything included in the past, plus the bundle like from the speakers and panelists resources. We're not splitting it up into two. It's just way too confusing. (laughs) And then you also have like early bird pricing and fast action. It was just way too many differences (laughs) and offers. Exactly. It's like just simplicity across the board. And to answer your previous question of like with sales pages and emails and all of that, big tip too is to focus on transformation. I've said it a couple of times already. The what is important. There are people who really care about the details, but ultimately they care about what the ultimate promise is. So if it's a program where like you are going to walk away with a vetted out marketing plan for 2023. That is what they want. They know exactly what they're going to market. They will not have to spend any time other like marketing in 2023. They can hand everything off to their social media manager, to their whatever. Like that's the transformation. The ultimate goal is not to get them to buy the marketing day intensive. The ultimate goal for them is to be able to have all of their marketing planned out for them. 
So too often we focus on, you're going to get a full day with me and you're going to get a workbook and you're going to get all of these recordings and you're going to get, and that's all of the what, but why does it matter to them? Because it's going to save them so much time and effort and it's going to ultimately earn them more money next year and they'll have time to focus on whatever it is that's important to them. So that's the other thing is simplicity and transformation. I love that. That's something that I always struggle with. That's why I do work with copywriters because I know that I tend to just focus on the deliverables. I just assume that people will know what the transformation is from the list of deliverables, but they don't. You need to spell it out for them and allow them to envision that transformation. And that's really where the value comes in. Yep. You're totally right. I want to talk about freebies and like getting people into your funnel because I love sales funnels, especially again for introverts, because a lot of it is automated. If you have a really great funnel that is converting, you have really great copy, you have really great emails. So what would you say is your best advice for getting quality leads into the top of your funnel? Good question. And I do a lot of work with funnels. And something that's come into my awareness recently is a lot of people don't think that they have funnels. And they'll tell me that and they'll immediately follow up with, oh, yeah, but here's my freebie. And then I send like two emails after and then they end up in my main list. And it's like, okay, not a super sophisticated funnel, but that's a funnel (laughs) that ultimately leads people to where you want to go. But I always start from the bottom. So ultimately, let's use a deep one-on-one client, like that marketing VIP day that I mentioned, which is, by the way, not something that I offer. I totally just made that up. But if somebody is a marketer, they ultimately want people in their $3,000 a day VIP day. You have to backtrack it. You can't just be like, okay, here's one part of my VIP day that people really like. Like, Here's the workbook that we use and we're going to give it away for free. I think that really people have to focus on like, well, what do they need in the step before their marketing day and meeting those people where they are? Because the more specific it is, how do I say this? Funnels is not a numbers game. Like after a while, you start to see what your conversion rates are, et cetera. And it does become that. But especially if you're working one-on-one or one to a few with people, If you are getting a ton of unqualified leads into your funnel, they're not going to convert. So it is about meeting people where they are and understanding what that step is that people are at right before they work with you and continuing to do that and like deducing that backwards until you have like a full multi-step funnel that leads towards your large ticket item. I love funnels, but I feel like people overcomplicate them too. So Again, with that word simple, just keeping your funnel simple at the start and just getting people in there and allowing you to have the opportunity to nurture and convert them is so powerful. Yeah. And you make a good point too. Like you have to nurture these people. I can't tell you how many times I've suddenly started getting emails from someone and they're selling some program that I'm supposed to want. And I'm like, I have no idea who Sarah Jones is. Like, (laughs) who is this person blowing up my email box with these long emails? No, you can't. You have to nurture them. They don't have to be, but you're going to get a way better launch out of a warm list. You have to start talking to them and delivering value and like proving your expertise long before you sell to people. And funnels are a great way to do that. Because like you said, it just automates it, especially for evergreen offers. And you have a really, really amazing 
freebie or offer that I would love for you to share about? Oh, (laughs) thank you. I'll break it down for you too. Like as far as your question about how do you make a funnel that makes sense to people the step before they work with you. So as a copywriter, a lot of people are aware that they need help with sales, but they are not necessarily solution aware of like, oh, but a copywriter can help me do this. And I wanted it to be super, super specific to people who already have established businesses in some way, some sort of funnel, some sort of opt-in, some sort of freebie. So my freebie is that I will audit people's opt-ins and they send me their name, their email, and the link where I can go opt-in to their freebie. I opt into it and then I follow their emails for about a week. I typically do my opt-ins on Monday and do my audits on Friday. So On Friday, I will go, I will look at their opt-in page. I will look at their emails, including their subject lines, the content of their emails, how they're laid out. And then I will record an audit for them and tell them what their easy wins are so that they can increase their subscription rates from their opt-in page, decrease their unsubscribe rates from their emails, and hopefully have a better pool of clients to sell to in the next stage of their funnel. That is like the most amazing freebie I've ever (laughs) heard of or seen. Like that is so incredible. Yeah, it's been really great though, because it also gives people a real flavor for what it's like to take that next step and what it looks like to work with me. And it's been really successful for me. Again, I'm kind of giving you like the inside view on that. But somebody told me once that your freebie should be something that people would pay 50 to $100 for. And I really took that to heart when creating this. I offer more robust audits that it costs more than that. But as far as something that takes me, you know, 10 minutes at the beginning of the week and 20 minutes at the end of the week, but can provide immense value for people, it's been valuable for both me and the people that I get to work with. That's amazing. I love that. I love that offer. So we'll have that link in the show notes for everyone to sign up for that. Hopefully you're not going to be overwhelmed with people signing up. I hope so. Send them all. Send them all. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely be submitting one of my lead magnets too, because I always love getting more eyes on it, more thoughts on it. I think it's so valuable. And you are obviously so amazing at what you do and conversions that, yeah, I want to get your thoughts on it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'll be excited to take a look because I know you have quite a few. So I'm even curious to see which one you decide to send over. Yeah, I have to figure that out. I'll definitely pick a good one that has what I think are good emails set up, but I'm sure you'll have some ideas for improving them. Yeah, for sure. So where is the best place for people to connect with you and find you online? So I spend a lot of time on Instagram at nomad.copy. And then I'm on LinkedIn at Samantha Burmeister. And my website is nomadcopyagency.com. That's where you can find out about all the ways that I work with people. And if you just want to say hi, you can always slide into either my DMs or the contact form on my website. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Samantha is also going to be a panelist at the upcoming Course Creator Conference, which registration opens on September 1st. So you can't grab a ticket yet, but it will be open soon. And that event is going to be absolutely amazing. I am so excited for that. I've had a sneak peek into the other panelists and speakers, and I'm just like, oh, it's going to be gold. I know. I'm so excited for how it's turned out. It's just going to be such an impactful and powerful event. And thank you so much for being a part of it. 
Awesome. Well, everyone make sure you sign up for that awesome resource and get your opt-in audited. I think that's so amazing. Such a generous offer for people. And thank you so much for being here. It was so great to connect with you. And I love talking copy because I think it's so powerful, especially for introverts. It's really the most powerful way that we can sell without video. (laughs) Totally. It's been so great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com, where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.